Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, it's been a long time since you've heard from us. We understand. <laughs> we realize that. That Australian Open, it, it, it wore us out, y'all. It wore us <laughs> out. So we are back at you, Bryce. Uh, we got a lot to cover. We got a whole month of February tournaments to cover, brother. How you doing, first and foremost? Good, man. Just, you know, we are truly moving into, you know, this next gen period. The A lot of these names are new names that we're getting familiar with. Um, and so that's a little bit exciting to me. Um, you know, who's going to lead, you know, in this next generation of of, of, of tennis champions? Absolutely, my man. Absolutely. Yeah. They're coming, but you know the 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 old school is still trying to do their thing. So it's <laughs> it's a nice little space. It's a good space right now. So it you is, you know, yeah. And so we again, folks, we we pretty much have not come at you with a podcast recording since uh since the uh, review of the Australian Open. So what we're gonna do is just gonna kind of go through all of the tournaments thus far in February. Give some shout outs to the folks that have uh were able to raise the raise the title. And then we'll get to the current tournaments that are happening uh, this week right before Indian Wales. So, Bryce, you ready? <laughs> let's, let's get it. Let's get it. All right. So going back to the the basically the first week of February, we had, a, a I believe it was either four or five tournaments on both the men and women's side, uh, starting off with the, uh, 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 was it Abu Dhabi, which was the ladies 500 um, in early February. And Bryce, Belinda Bintit was able to get through that and actually take that title. She was playing a red hot uh, Samsonova who has been really, really, really on point uh, thus far this year. Any thoughts on that matchup or that victory? Well, I was annoyed because um, <laughs> I had picked Belinda Bencic to win the Australian Open. Yes. And <laughs> she got all silly with it in Australia and didn't get the job done. And then she's going to step right out from Australia and win this tournament in Abu Dhabi. Right. Uh, so, but no, I mean, Belinda is just, um, she's such a solid player and she's yeah. so good on hard courts. And that's why I thought, you know, she had an opportunity at the Australian, but, you know, she had a good tournament here. Uh, she beat some good players, like yes. you said. Um, but the concerning thing for me is, and I, I w I've been meaning to ask your opinion on this. Yeah. Layla Fernandez. Mm -hmm. You know, she didn't get out of the first round. She was right. playing Shelby Rogers, who isn't an easy out in itself. Right. But we just haven't seen, you know, people talk about, well, we haven't really seen Ryder Kanu do a lot since mm -hmm. she won the Australian Open. I'm kind of feeling the same way about Layla. I mean, I've seen her win a match here and there, but since her run to the U.S. Open finals, you know, she's been kind of on the not winning side of things herself. <laughs> I agree with that, man. It's been a little disappointing, to say the least. 
Um, and I don't believe she's been dealing with an injury. So it's it's it is it is very curious that uh, we haven't seen, uh, you know, better results coming coming from Layla. But, um, you know, she's got a, 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 a pretty, pretty high stakes game as well. I mean, we talk about Caroline Garcia, and you know, just hitting out on the ball. Well, Layla takes the ball early. I mean, Layla is one always taking the ball on the rise and you really have to have your timing right. And everything has to be good in order for you to really play that style of game. And I just feel like maybe she's just a little bit off. You know what I mean? Kind of how, right. you know, I, I equated to, you know, someone like Ostapenko who can, you know, be hitting folks in the first row, in the front row and um, certain days. And then other days, it's just like winter after winter after winter. So it, it, I think it's a timing thing with Layla and she may just be a little off right now, but hoping she can get her game back together. That's for sure. OK. Yeah. But with that said, Belinda Benchich, thumbs up. Kudos to you for taking that 500. That was really very, very solid on your part. So good job. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. And, and Bryce, we also had a, a lesser tournament in uh, in Linz, uh, uh, the Australia, uh, Austria uh, ladies Linz. And then that one, uh, Potapova. Uh, ended up lifting that title. But the curious thing, and I always like to point this out, was that the top seed was Maria Sakkari. Any surprise? <laughs> no, it's not. And and the fact that, and we we will continue to say this, we yes. really like Sakkari. We think she's yes. a cool person. Uh, she's got a great game. But there's something missing there um, because... It's you can predict it. Yeah. You know, once she gets to the semifinals, and heaven forbid if she makes a final, right? You can you can predict that she's going to take that out. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not exactly sure what needs to change. I mean, I know you have mentioned that you think that maybe there needs to be a coaching change or at least a separation of duties between Tom Hill being the coach and being the psychologist. Right. Right. Something needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. And she's only won what as as long as she's been kind of in the top ten and, and around the top of the game, she only has one tournament victory, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe I believe that is the case. And and it's like with her resume and the results that she's gotten, it makes absolutely no sense that she doesn't have, you know, she should be working on double digits at this point. I mean, seriously. Right. Um, right. So the fact that she's nowhere close to that is 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 pretty. It, it it's it's de it definitely speaks volumes. So right. again, I feel like there is some changes that are needed there. But again, folks, we love Sakari, but gotta gotta get that missing piece taken care of for sure. Right. But kudos to Potapova. Um, All right. I believe that was her first title. So kudos to her for lifting the Lens crown. All right. The Russians continue to excel. Don't they? Always. I'm telling you. Yeah. So we'll switch gears, Bryce, because I believe we had three other tournaments that week, and those were on the men's side. Um, so we had uh, the Cordoba Open, and uh, Sebastian Baez ended up getting through and taking that title. And it's been really interesting for him because he actually was on a bit of a losing streak himself. I can't remember how many they said he had lost in a row. But it was double digits, I believe. Yeah. Um, so kudos for him to, you know, not only make a final, but to lift that crown against his countrymen because he played uh, Korea in the final. Yeah, no, that was a good win for him because, like you said, I hadn't seen his name 
in a minute. Right. Um, and but you know he's one of the ones that did he win the next gen or he uh, did really he, well. He did really well in the next gen. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I think Carlos won that year. That was your Carlos won. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has definitely been one of the more promising um, players we've seen coming up. But, um, yeah, just still looking for that consistency. And and, and for a lot of these young players, that's going to take a minute, right? Exactly. Exactly. Good good to see that he's uh, bouncing back a little bit. Absolutely. Yes. And then we jump to the next tournament there at Montpellier in France. And, uh, hey, your boy Yannick Sinner was like, you know what? I'm ready to get back in the winner's circle. Actually defeated our boy Maxime Cressy in that in a great final. But I tell you what, Yannick Sinner played some good t- good tennis that week. He really did. And I think one of the best things he did was to enlist um, Darren Cahill. Yes. As his coach. Uh, you know, that, that union was almost like a FAA Tony Nadal. Mm-hmm. type union for me, right? Yep. You know, Sinner's already got the game. Right. There's not much that needs to change with his game. But to have an experienced coach like Cahill that, you know, has coached Agassi, you mm-hmm. know, at, when mm-hmm. he was, you know, really doing it, um, that knowledge and that experience is going to only uh, help Sinner as he goes forward. Absolutely agree. Completely agree. So shout out Yannick Center for winning that title. Shout out to Maxime for, of course, making yes. the final. And he beat uh, Rune, um in the semis to get there. So great, great tournament for our boy Maxime Cressy. I will continue to say he's my favorite of the big, tall Americans. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And then the last one for that week was the Dallas Open. We had tons of Americans in there. We had a very, very fit Jack Sock show up and and tried to show out a little bit very very good so good on you jack and nick monroe good job fellas keep it up um but eventually bryce with all of those americans in the draw we ended up having a first time winner by a chinese player how about that uh, Look. with the uh, Wu Ying Bing. <laughs> hey hey Wu Tang look i'm trying to tell you John yes, Isner thought he was going to roll into that final. And I, I forgot what his record is there in Texas and stuff. Like, they oh, were all strong. like, oh, yeah. And he thought, oh, man, I'm going to roll up in here and work mm-hmm. this dude. And <laughs> Wu-Tang was like, Wu-Tang forever. Right? No. no. <laughs> Come get some of this. Come get some of this and some of this in a bun. He was like, look, <laughs> I had some of this for Taylor Fritz. You better know I got some of it for you, too. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> and he fought off, like, how many match points? Like, I, I can't remember, but that match was, of course, all tiebreakers. So right. it was just like, you know, and that's John Isner tennis right there. I mean, it's hard to break his serve, but... You know, Wu did it in the tiebreaker. He did what was needed. And that was a a spectacular win, especially, like you said, given John's record in Dallas or in Texas in general. Right. Yeah. And then then I saw him, meaning Wu-Tang, he was flexing at like a Dallas Mavericks game the next next night. So he was like, (laughs) y'all. 
I'm about to be the star of Dallas for these couple of days right here. Right, right. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, Wu-Tang, with your new nickname. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Which, which I have to give credit to our guys at At The Net uh, podcast. <laughs> AJ came up with that name, or at least he was the first person I heard say it. So <laughs> let me make sure I give credit before he 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 sent me a little call talking about why you biting off of my like, stuff. Like why you biting my stuff, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. You know we love you, uh, AJ, <laughs> and Rick. We'll throw all our Dallas friends up there, our Texas right. friends up in there. So, but yeah, good job, uh, Wu Tang, on taking that one. So Bryce, that was the t- basically the titles for that first week. Of February. So good. I mean, a lot of tennis happened that week and right. even more to come. So jumping into the following week and we'll jump back over to the ladies. Um, they had a 500 in uh, Cater, Doha. Mm-hmm. And in that particular tournament, uh, it was a certain someone named uh, Iga Sviatek. I think you may have heard of her. Um, <laughs> who decided that she was ready to reestablish herself as the dominant number one and was just taking out folks just like it was just silly. 6061, I mean, she was just handing out bagels like it was just, you know, come come one, come all, Bryce. It was amazing. I mean, the Iga Shiantek Bakery was officially open for business. <laughs> and she was slinging batter and dough all over the place. And 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 little Miss Pagula, Jessica Pagula, Ooh. who thought, I got up on you in the what was it, the United Cup? Yeah. Eagle was like, This I don't bring it for the cups. <laughs> but for, for these single titles right here. Uh-huh. What was it? What she beat her? She beat her. Was it one and one? No, I think it, I think it was like three and oh. It, oh, three, three and oh. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So Jesse did come out playing. You know, they back and forth the first the first set, and I think it was a, a lot of good a lot of breaks. So good tennis that set. But then Iga just she stepped up on her in that second set and was like, Nah, sis. Yeah. So basically, after Jessica got game number three, it was over. It was pretty much over. Yeah, yeah, oh, pretty much. Man. Yeah. So well, it was it was good to see Inga back. I mean, I, you know, we we had, you know, she didn't win the Australian, you know, she took some, you know, losses. She was she was actually in tears. Yeah. Um in her loss to Pagula. So, and we know that Iga is an emotional player. Right. And right. an emotional person. And so, we were hoping, we had fingers crossed that this wasn't going to be something that lingered yeah. for her. And, you know, she brushed her shoulder off and shook it off and mm-hmm. truly reestablished herself in this tournament. Oh, and let's just, yeah. And, and I mean, and she got folks scared now because Benchich gave her a walkover. She was like, mm, I want none of that. <laughs> I want none of that. Uh. So, so yes, Iga definitely back on top for sure. So incredible win for her that particular week. Um, there was, um, yeah, we'll jump over to the men's tournaments that happened this week, that week as well. And so you had the um, Rotterdam tournament, which was a 500 mm-hmm. with the guys. Um, you know, once again, center. I tell you what, he he was out there playing some great tennis. Took out Cici Paz, took out Vavrinka, a very hot Greek spore who is 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 coming up these days. Um, but unfortunately, did not have enough to get past Daniil Medvedev. Talk about Daniil Medvedev. How about that name? Good to have him back. Yeah, I mean, very similar to Ego, right? You know, um, someone who was on top 
and uh, has probably probably not not had the best last six months, right? Um, as he would describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good to see him back in the winner's circle, and he looked good doing it, too. Yeah, he did. Apparently, you know, while Iga had her bakery, uh, Medvedev had his whole biscuit uh, factory going on. <laughs> because after he gave uh, Davidovich Fokina, he lost that first set, and then he didn't look back. He was like, you get two whole biscuits, and then I'm going to give two whole biscuits to uh, Van der Zanschul. I'm going to give one to Felix. I'm going to give bread and a whole biscuit to uh, Dimitri- Dimitrov. <laughs> and then we're going to get up in the final, and I'm going to give two more to, to Yannick Center. So yeah. Medvedev yeah. was definitely on fire after that first-round match uh, that week. It, exceptional. In, ex- I mean, those names, Bryce, that's some, good vic- that's some good wins. Right. And, you know, we've been asked recently, like, what's going on with Daniil? Daniil's fine. Daniil right. hey. probably has something going on at home. He done got the babies right. So he's like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm back now. Right, right. Yeah, and and you can't you can't discount that. I mean, his wife yeah. had a child. I mean, that Exactly. That had to play a factor, you know, um in in the last 6 months or so. So, congratulations, Daniel. We've oh, been looking yeah. for you. We've been looking for you and he's like, uh, here I am. Um <laughs> so <laughs> as we go, uh the next tournament we'll talk about is the Argentina Open. Um and this was the return of our boy Cal- Carlos Alcaraz. Carlitos Carlitos! Carlitos! <laughs> and guess what, Bryce? Carlitos did not fail. He did not let anyone down. He got up in there and was like, do not forget, folks, I have game. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, just really did a phenomenal job. I mean, mind you, the draw, you you didn't see a lot of the top names in there. I mean, Cam Norrie was there at the bottom of the draw, and they did end up meeting one another in the final. But uh, Carlos just was, uh, yeah, he was he was on on point and got uh, got past Norrie in that final in straight sets. It's always impressive when you've been out and you can come come back and win the tournament <laughs> that you return in, right? Right, right, exactly. So uh, we'll be talking about Carlos more, of course, but kudos, Carlos, for taking that title. Good job, sir. Yes. And then the other tournament that happened was back here in the States, and that was Delray Beach. And, you know, after Wu-Tang got up on Taylor Fritz, apparently he was like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) Let me do a quick reset and let me go ahead and and reestablish that I am the number one American. And he did so. He made it through the draw and ended up lifting that title. He took out a a few Americans, but kudos for him. He he took out our boy Kachmanovic uh, in the final and good to see him back in in the limelight again. And he has a coaching change. So... Um, you know, I don't know if now Bandian is no longer working with him, but he's now working with Wayne Black. Nice. So uh, this was a good result for them as Absolutely. a new team. So, yes, congratulations, Misha. Misha. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good seeing you back in the scene. Wish you could work, uh, uh, raise the title. But still, very, very good result making it to the final there, young man. And before we move on, just a quick question for you, Isaac. So, yeah, Bryce. you know, Taylor Fritz is the number one American. Yes. Um, and it's looking like he's starting to really become more comfortable in that being in that role. Right. Uh, any thoughts on Taylor in this year? You know, I, I, it, Taylor's an interesting one for me to call, Bryce, because mm-hmm. he... 
I feel like he has the game to really and truly be be able to beat anyone, actually, and to actually raise a grand slam. I mean, because let's not forget, he's beaten the doll. He came very, very close to beating Novak um, uh, back uh, maybe a couple of years ago in the Australian Open. But then again, Novak was, quote unquote, injured with those torn guts. But right. still, I feel like Taylor has a very um, his game is just underrated, in my opinion. And I really feel mm-hmm. like he's got a really, really solid foundation. It's just, you know, showing up in the right moments and in the right, you know, and he did that, right. uh, you know, with Indian Wells, but can he do that at a grand slam? That'll be the big question for me with him. But I think right now, yeah, he's clearly the be- the top uh, uh, American male player for sure. I don't think anybody else out there right now can can really, really get with him if he's on his A game, Right. just my opinion. Now, Now, the other ones are coming up though. Because I think Tiafo is still getting himself right. I still believe that Sebastian Corda will be the ultimate number one American. You've got Ben Shelton, who is, you know, just joined the scene, but he definitely has ridiculous potential. So there's a lot of guys out JJ there. JJ Wolf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget about JJ Wolf. We got JJ Wolf. And let's not forget about Tommy Paul. I mean, oh, semifinalist right. at the Australian Open. So the Americans are definitely coming as far as you know jockeying between who's trying to be the number one american male um but i think right now if again taking everybody's game into account i i would i would have to say that taylor right now has earned that spot all right what about you? I, agree. Any no, thoughts I, you? I agree i yeah. agree but but it's 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 moving though it's moving. It's fast moving too. <laughs> it might change as of indian wells <laughs> <laughs> it really might <laughs> Cool, cool. So with that being said, that was the tournaments for the uh, week of February. Um, what was that? The 13th. So we'll jump to the week of the 20th. And we actually had a um, I guess they're I, I don't know if they're they don't call it master series on the women's side. Right. They call it the uh, what is it the tier one. Well, it was a thousand a thousand level. Right. There you go. At Dubai. And uh, of course, all of the all of the names were pretty much in the draw. Um, and, and some good battles in there, Bryce, but I tell you what, you know, once again, Iga was just really, really, really dominant, um, throughout that tournament. I mean, we're talking, she gave Layla Fernandez two breadsticks. I mean, (laughs) wow. And then she gave Samsonova bread and a bagel. And then Carolina Pliskova was like, I don't want none of that. I want none of that. (laughs) I don't want none of that. So she gave her a walkover. And you know what? But let's talk about this one, Bryce, because I really want to get your opinion on this. How did you rate that Sviatek Coco Golf match? Well, unfortunately, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. 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 So I, I, I can't speak to what exactly happened, but I will say this because I, I was talking to someone about it before it happened. And, and I just said, and I don't know if this was the case or not. You can let me know. Mm-hmm. That's a horrible matchup for Coco Golf until she gets her forehand straight. Right, right, right. I mean, I mean, Sviatek's forehand is maybe one of the best forehands in the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she's going to always make that a forehand to forehand battle because right. we know Coco Golf does have a world class backhand. Yes. But Sviatek is also quick enough. That if she doesn't want to hit her backhand, she can run around hers. Correct. Correct. And uh, so I don't know if that played out in the match or not. 
Well, it, 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 I felt as though Coco initially was really trying to go after her forehand. And I felt like she did a relatively good job of it. Of course, like you just said, the matchup forehand to forehand is always going to be with Iga. What I would like to see, though, and this is the thing that I, I really wish would happen, but I just don't know that it will. Um, I would like to see Coco honestly play a match where her sole purpose is to run around her backhand and hit forehands. Because I feel like if she can do that and gain some level of confidence, that will go so far with her. Because I feel like she depends so much on her backhand. Yep. And, and it's kind of like that whole thing when, like, think about Juan Martin Del Potro. When he hurt his left hand, he still had that massive forehand, but then he went to slicing. And that's another thing that I want, I really, really would like to see from Coco. Yes, her backhand is world class, but she needs to be able to slice. There were a couple of times where Iga took her out wide, and it would have been very nice for her to slice that ball back low versus running to it, getting a two-hander on it, but now you're out of position. Cool, right. You know what I mean? And so right. so Roger was, Roger was, you know, just one of the best, if not the best, in that regard. He would always slice it back so he could get back into court position. And I feel like that is something that is missing with Coco that I literally just noticed. I was like, had she sliced it there, she would have had more time and she could have gotten back into the, back into the point because she's got crazy speed. Anyway. Well, I know and what, I, would, yeah. I, I would add on to that. So yeah. if you're talking about the slice, that plays into what I would like to see Coco do. And that is become more net focused. Yeah. Right. She yes. has such good hands at the net that yes. if she could get her if she could get herself in there more often, mm-hmm. you know, number one, that's going to be disruptive to her opponent. Number two, you know, she's very, very capable up there, but you can't really go to the net behind like that two-handed backhand. Correct. Correct. You know, you're not giving yourself enough time. You're not. So that slice that you're talking about helps and aids in that transition for her from the baseline to the net. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully we will see Coco, you know, again, continue to develop her game. But there are some few things that I, you know, I think both of us really would like to see her implement. um, And and, and I really feel like it will take her game again, continue to take her game to that next level. But but we shall see. But, yeah, Iga did take her out four and two. And she ended up playing our girl uh, Krachikova. In the final, because uh, Krachikova actually uh, had a really nice, tough match against Jesse Pagula, um, but gave her gave her that bagel in that third set. And uh, yeah, Bryce, Sviatek and Krachikova, talk to us. Yeah, Krachikova was like, girl, ain't nobody scared of you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, she was like. I had already shown you once last year, right, right? Right. I did it in front of the peeps, and now I'm going to do it in front of all this money. See? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Mm-mm, you may have these other chicks fooled, but you right. ain't got me. You ain't got me, right? Come on, say it, man. No, I, no. She has clearly figured out something with Ego. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Because, it, you know, you could have easily said the last time, like, okay, maybe Krachika was on, and mm-hmm. and and... You know, maybe Ego was a little subpar that day. But, you know, I was actually thinking, you know, just like Suyate got revenge, if you want to call it that, on Pagula. 
right? Yep. From losing to her, I thought, okay, now she's she about to come here, scalp Krachikova. <laughs> and Krachikova was like, mm-mm. No. My wig I'm, is on tight. You are not tight. getting none of this. <laughs> none of this. <laughs> Sir, come on, say it, man. I, th- I thought the exact same thing, Bryce. I really thought Spiatek was going to go up in there and just just wreck shot, but no, she, no, Krachikova was like, nah, sis, you got me mistaken. Ain't nobody scared of you. Right. <laughs> and and she and she had a right to come in there confident because not only did she take out Pagula, but she also took out Big Sab and yep. the Panka. I, I need to have Krachikova back in uh the mix here because she is another one, like I said, that has a very disruptive game. Right, right. Big serve. A great kind of almost flat tish. Yes. They're not flat, but flat tish. But type very ground strokes. Fluid, exactly. Yes. I mean, uh, another person that is very capable at the net, obviously being one of the best doubles players in the world. Correct. Um, and, and she really doesn't get shook no, too much. Not too much. So, um, yeah, I was very impressed with that one. Right. And 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 a, a slight uh, update. Sorry, she did not beat Ostapenko. She actually beat Kvitova, her homegirl. Um, uh, Big Sab is the one that took out Ostapenko. So let me make sure I say that. I don't oh, want nobody okay. listening to the recording be like, now that Isaac. No, <laughs> come on now. Uh, we'll own up to mistakes now. Right, uh, right. Re- regardless, man, Krychikova fantastic result and uh good on you sis good on you because we want there to be a battle i like Iga, but i don't want her to just be dominating everybody you know there there needs to be some contention out there and it's nice to see that krychikova is the one that can provide that and i still believe that big sab is riding on some confidence i'm really looking forward to seeing a big sab uh sviatek uh matchup because i think big sab might have a little something for sviatek as well yeah, I'm going to be very interested to see this Indian Wells draw come out. Same, same here, brother. Same here. A couple, a couple people are going to be peeking. <laughs> you know, that whole, like, I don't look at the draw. I just take it one match at a time. That's a lie. That's you, a they, lie. They're they going to be looking for Krachikova's name. Yep. They're going to be looking at a couple of other people's names. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah. And quietly, that, even Ostapenka, don't clown, but she has had a, actually, a, a very nice season thus far. Right, Garcia, Garcia, Alicia Parks. Mm-hmm. You know, she, people will be looking. Know. They're gonna be looking, bro. They're gonna have they. They're gonna have their eyes set. You know that. <laughs> so shout out once again to Krychikova for winning the one thousand series in Dubai. Good on you, young lady. Right. All right. Um, and as far as uh, the other tournaments, really quickly, shout out to Camilla Georgie for taking Ooh. the tournament in Merida, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, she she put in work over there, Bryce. She put in work. Look, I think what happened was she was watching TV and she said, wow, there are some good entrepreneurial um, opportunities out there. And Eva <laughs> says, you could be a professional tennis player and have a bakery too. <laughs> and I'm about to feed <laughs> somebody this week. Talk to me about the double bagel she gave Sloane Stevens. Oh, Bryce, that one hurt my heart. Because I watched it and I was just like, it went from, okay, this is going to be a great battle because Sloane's the defending champion. She came off of a real tough one, uh, you know, the match before against Grancheva. So I was like, okay, 
And then the first set kind of went and it was six love. And I was like, ooh, okay, we're going to put that one behind us and we're going to reset. We're going to reset, right, Sloan? We're resetting. And I tell you what, Camilla George, she was like, sis, you done caught me on the wrong day. Because <laughs> I got what? No mercy. And my game feels good right now. And she just outplayed Sloan, just simply put. She she had zero answers for what Georgie was doing. And we all know Georgie is one of those players, similar to a Garcia, who just simply goes out on her right. shots. She hits everything big. And it just happened to be her day where everything was going in. <laughs> so, you know, it was disappointing to see. And it's always especially disappointing when you see a sister take a double bagel. Um, right. But at the same time, you know, Camilla was like, hey, it, this is my day and I'm not trying to give you nothing. And she sure she, didn't. She did not Mm-mm. give her anything. So, no. <laughs> but so hopefully, sh- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, no, go ahead. I- yeah, hopefully Sloan will be able to bounce back. We see that she's in this tournament, Austin, this week. So our hope is that that she will rebound. Um, but I tell you what, she's got a tough rounder, a tough first rounder against Taylor Townsend. So yeah, got that black on black crime. I'm black on you. black crime makes me makes me sad, but we'll see. But anyway, I interrupted what you were going to say, brother. No, just shout out to Georgie. I mean, um, look. Her name has been in people's mouths the last couple of weeks anyway because they've been talking about whether or not she's um, supplied a fake right. uh, COVID vaccination card. Right. Um, and so she said, you know, if y'all want something to talk about. It, yeah, exactly. I'll I I, give you something to talk about. i give you something to talk about. And she sure did. She um, she must have talked to Slowness so it's something in particular. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, right? And really quickly, shout out to Katie McNally for making it to the uh, semifinals of that tournament. Katie, we want to see you keep 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 building yes. building on those results, young lady. Keep it going. Represent for the five one three. There you go. There you go. All right. So we're going to jump over to the men. Um, again, this is a, a continuation of the, the previous week at the Rio Open. We saw another final with Carlos Alcaraz versus Cam Nori. But Bryce, this time it was a little different of a result. Yeah, Cam was like, look, I'm not about to be your pitcher now. <laughs> uh, no, it, it ain't going to be like that. And, you know, and, and, and props, props to Cam for, you know, losing the first set and still coming back and winning 6-4-7-5. Right. And the thing that I'm most impressed about with Cam is, when's the last time we saw a British person went on clay? I know. I was actually surprised that he, he he was playing both of those tournaments on clay. That that was surprising to me. But good on him for for hey, knowing his game and knowing what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. So, I mean, he's really showing that his game is an all court game. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, and we will keep our fingers crossed that Carlos or Carlitos is in is is in good shape he was dealing with uh, apparently some type of a hamstring type of a issue uh going into that third set so he he toughed it out and he was actually really really close to to winning he was slapping some winners left and right but unfortunately cam was a little bit too clever and 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 too too uh too sharp uh to fall for it and ended up taking it but hopefully carlitos is 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 able to mend so i'm even though he's in the draw this week i would be surprised to see him and or cam, and cam nori play to be honest with you right yeah 
But again, kudos to both of those guys. Great results. But Cam, good job for lifting that title. Great job. All right. So the next tournament we had, Bryce, was a 250 in Marseille, France. And yes. uh, Hubie Hercotch got out there and, 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 and was doing some things and uh, ended up lifting the title against Benjamin Bunzi. Yeah, that, that was a good win for him. We haven't seen Hubie win something in a minute. Right. And so um, that was a very good win for him. And, you know, he took out Bublik, you know, along yes. the way yes. and Mikhail Amer. And, you know, we know for different reasons, neither one of those players are easy to play. Exactly. Um, and but who I want to shout out Come on. is my guy, Arthur Feast, yes. who made it to the semifinals. And um, like I said on a previous show, or maybe it was Nigel Live. You know, he caught my eye about two years ago, mm-hmm. and I knew at that time he was, you know, he still n- needed to fill out a little bit. You know, he needed to put his his grown man shoes on, and he's <laughs> kind of, and he's done that now. Yeah, and yes. and he kind of looks like a little younger version of Sanga to yep. me a little bit, and but he's got such a very clean game, and I'm expecting big things from this guy. I'm not going out here saying he's a future number one or anything, but I do think he has the potential to be a future top tenner. So um, good to see that he made it to the final. I mean, to the semifinals, and he he did get a walkover over center, which helped. But he used that that good energy to put it on Stan Wawrinka. That's right, absolutely. And yeah. um, and then he lost his countryman, uh, Bonzi. So yeah. um, I was very glad to see him have a good week. I agree. And he had, a, 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 a you know, some good results a previous week as well. So He did. So Arthur Fees is someone to look out for, folks. So if you have not heard that name, definitely put it in your Rolodex and look out for him because he is good. He yes. is very good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we will go to the next tournament that week. And again, that was the Cater um, uh, Tournament 250. And uh, Andre Rublev was the top seed. And funny enough, he was the top seed. But Daniil Medvedev was the, uh, what was it, the fourth seed or third seed? Third, third seed, excuse uh-huh. me. And uh, he ends up meeting his countrymen in the final. No, he met Murray. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's right. See, I'm looking at. Uh, see, I am so sorry. Yeah, Rublev <laughs> didn't even make it nowhere close to the final because he got no. beat by Leheshka. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is right. Yes, and we got to shout out Andy Murray. That's we right. We do because Andy Murray was like, "Listen, I, I'm not done, y'all. No, nope. I'm not done. Go ahead, Bryce. Talk no, about it, bro. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just a great week for him. I mean, he took out. Senego, he took out uh, Zerv, he took out uh, Mueller, he he took out Lehechka. I mean, that was a great win. And all of these matches, I think, went three sets. Yeah, every single one of them. Yep. So that vibranium hip was really (laughs) keeping it together. But like we've said, Danil is back. Yeah, Danil is back, y'all. He definitely is. And you know, when he took out FAA, yeah. um, which was a good match, four and six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Andy, he was like, we're just not going to let this go three sets this time. <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. He's like, we're going to wrap this up, right? Yeah. So that's two wins in back-to-back weeks for Medvedev. So I think he's feeling really good going into uh, Indian Wells. 
Yeah, honestly, Bryce, he would be my he's my favorite going into Daniel Wells. I mean, seriously, mine too, mine yeah. too, because he's just he's looking like the Daniel of old. He's he looking is. like he's playing that that I, I I cannot wait to see him play against Djokovic again because I think that that that's always a good test for him. But I yep. think with when his confidence is right, yeah, I think Daniel. Yeah, I think he's gonna have some for 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 Novak. So this could be a really good year between those two. It, I, and I expect for by by the time we get to the end of the year, um, I expect for Medvedev to be back in the top three for sure. I agree. A hundred percent agree. Yep. Right on, brother. So good job, Daniil. Number two, title number two. And Bryce, I think we made it to the current week. Good job, <laughs> man. Good job. Hey, right on, brother. So we've got a couple tournaments happening this week, of course, before Indian Wells. Um, there's a smaller 250 in Austin for the ladies. Um, there is also what is uh, what was that tournament, Bryce? Uh, the other one, Monterey. Monterey. There you go. So we've got two 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 smaller tournaments for the ladies. Um, I think the one in Austin was just the one that we're particularly interested in because it's got a lot of our. Our names, like, again, we told you about Taylor Townsend versus Sloane Stevens. You got Alicia Park in the draw. You got uh, Robin Montgomery in there. So uh, Katie McNally, lots of lots of Americans in there. So we're hoping that that will be a good uh, tournament for the ladies going into uh, into Indian Wells. Anything you want to say on that one, Bryce? No, other than, you know, Alicia Parks lost today. Um, OK. And it was I watched the match and. um She's still got the foundation, right? There's, you know, it's just that she's young and she, she just some things need to be polished up in her game. Right, um, right. But, uh, so I hated to see her go out. But no, like we were saying earlier, uh, the Taylor Townsend, Sloan Stevens first round match is a popcorn match. Uh, you know, Sloan is going to be wanting to get these bagels off her back. And, <laughs> and yes. Taylor is still trying to uh, reestablish herself after having right. her first child. So that's right. I definitely want to see that match. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So keep your eyes on that one, folks. That'll be a good one this week. Um, anything you want to mention about the other ladies tournament, Bryce? Um, other than Garcia's the top seed and she really should win it. I mean, there there's, <laughs> there's nobody in this tournament that should cause her any problems. Gotcha. Very good. All right. And to the men, the men actually have a pretty active week. So they've got two 500s going on as well as a 250. So the first 500, of course, is Dubai. So they're back in Dubai. And we get to see our the number one player in the world, Novak Djokovic. He is back in the, the scheme of things. But interestingly enough, again, Danil is in the draw and he is a part of that top half. So do you think we'll be able to do you think we'll see them in the semis? Uh, maybe because. Djokovic will have to get past Hubie. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. So Hubie may have a little confidence right now after just, you know, getting that title last week. Right. Uh, and he has the type of game that oh, that yeah. can beat Djokovic. He do, he absolutely does. That's right. He bothers he his game bothers no Novak very much. So that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Daniil is definitely in the semis, and then it'll either be Hubie or Djokovic. And then, no, you know what? Believe it or not, Medvedev probably wants uh, Djokovic to win. Yeah. Because he struggles with Hubie. 
Actually, you're right. He does struggle with Hubie because Hubie has a good net game and you have to have a really strong net game in order to beat Daniil, as we saw when Felix played him last week, because Felix was was bricking volleys left and right. And I think that's <laughs> what that's what caused him the match. In, in all honesty, you've got to mm-hmm. be able to be an effective volleyer if you're going to play and beat Daniil Medvedev. Right. I do want to call out in the bottom half, though, a first round matchup, and that's FAA and Cressy. Yes. FAA can't be happy with that. No, no, no. But if he gets through, I think he might have a good run because I think he owes Sonigo. A Senego. Yeah, you know, I always have problems. With right, that. right. Uh, but I feel like he'll probably try and get up on him. Um, and then if he pays Verev, you know, yeah, you know, pretty good record these days against Sasha. So, yep. you know, it could be a nice little run for Felix. I'm hoping that is the case because I can tell you what, Bryce, when he lost to Daniil this past week, he was he was not happy. I mean, right. it was it was it was probably one of the more colder handshakes I've seen from Felix at the net. Because, you know, Daniil is always like Mr. Happy, happy. And he was right. just like, I am not trying to talk to you right now because I am not happy with this loss. <laughs> so I was like, OK, maybe that'll put a little fire in his belly to to really show out this week. But we shall see. Right. It's going to be good, y'all. There's a lot of good matches in there. So y'all need to be trying to watch. Right. Um, so with that said, we'll jump over to um, the tournament in Acapulco. And this is the one, Bryce, where both Cam and Carlitos are still in the draw. So neither of them have pulled out at this point. Um, and Carlitos is playing Mackie McDonald the first round. So that might be something he wanted to consider. Yeah. <laughs> you do not want to be hurt up and trying to play Mackie McDonald because he's going to keep you out there. He is. Believe it or not, even though the other tournament has the bigger names, uh-huh. I like this tournament more. I agree. Yep, I agree. Um, you know, with uh, who first round match? JJ Wolf and Terrell Daniel, um, Ben Shelton versus Runa. Runa, yeah. Um, we we see Berrettini is back. Uh, mm-hmm. Even Cam Norrie's first round match against Manorino. Manorino, I mean, that is very comparable <laughs> styles between the two of them, right? Exactly. You oh, know. Yeah. Uh, Chris Eubanks and Feliciano Lopez in the first round. Name from the past, right? Fritz and Isner in the first round. Mm-hmm. Don't I forget catching catch Shapovalov, uh, catch Monovich and Shapovalov first round. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be a beauty. And Giron uh, uh, and uh, Michael Moe. Yep, yep. Because Michael Moe's been having a really good uh, show of late. He's been getting some good results. Right. So I'm actually a little more tuned into this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that, brother. I feel you. And uh, it will be interesting to see who comes out of that. You got any any picks as of right now? Well, if. If Alcaraz is healthy, you know, I would have gone with him. Yeah. But since he is suspect. Um. I, believe it or not, I, I'll just say this. I think it'll be an American. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm leaning towards Tiafo because I, I really am thinking that he needs a good showing before going into New Wells because he's been he's been doing this little celebrity thing. He's been all with the you know NBA and you know hanging around LeBron and all these other folks. All right, so come on back to your sport and show that you've earned. Uh, right. All of that show that you've earned that, and I think he, I think he will. Honestly, I think he's wanting to be considered one of the elite players 
uh, in tennis like that, similar to basketball and the other sports. So I, I expect a lot from from Tiafo. So we'll see. There we go. <laughs> All right, brother. And the last tournament is the 250 Musetti is the top seed there. Clay court tournament, which is always very curious right before a 1000 on hard court. Um, but yeah, he's there and we've got some, 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 you know, clay court names there. Swartzman's there, DeJury, you know, Ramos Bignoles, you know, they're all in there. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously least interested in that one, but yeah. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep a simple eye on it. There you go. And Bryce, <laughs> we have made it through all of the tournaments. Good job, Isaac, because I, I, I would have struggled going through that way. <laughs> Dog, hey man, this is this is you know this is one of those things, folks. Where again, we uh we uh spent a little bit of time, uh, kind of you know, re- I won't say relaxing, but we watched a lot of tennis, but didn't do a lot of recording after the Australian Open. So this is more of a catch-up episode. So hopefully you all enjoyed it, had similar thoughts, and uh, if not, we we always love hearing your feedback. So Bryce, anything additional on this or anything in general that you want to mention? No, other than just as a reminder, every Monday after we record our episode, we go on Instagram Live and and we call it our after show kind of. But uh, if you want to engage with us in real time uh, and see comments from other members of the BOT family on Mondays at approximately 7-ish p.m. Pacific time, 10 o'clock Eastern, just jump out there on Instagram and rock with us for a little bit and uh, have a good time. That's right. Cause we always have fun out there. Y'all hopefully Absolutely. you know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. They know. <laughs> right. So we're going to actually get ready to jump on the Instagram right now. So once again, Great job, Isaac, on catching us up on all all those tournaments. And to you, enjoy the tournaments that are happening this week. And we'll be right back here next week to talk about them. So on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Have a great week, everyone. Peace.